Hello again. Thanks so much for listening to today's challenge. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 5 through 12. 1 Corinthians 10, verses 5 through 12. Paul continues, Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us, that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed, take heed lest he fall. Today's challenge is very simple, and I'm going to use a bunch of other scriptures to help us understand this, hopefully. But listen closely. We all, as Christians, still struggle with temptations to sin. The Bible's real clear in 1 John chapter 1 that if anyone says they don't sin, they're lying and the truth's not in them. We have an advocate, someone that helps us with this struggle against sin. But we should never convince ourselves that sin is okay. Yes, we've been forgiven. Yes, we serve in the new way of the Spirit, not in the old way of the written code. Yes, we're not under law, but we're under grace. But the Bible says over and over that we're never to use this grace that we've been given, this freedom that we've been given, as a license to sin. No, In Romans chapter 7, listen to verses 14 through 25, Paul understood this struggle. He said, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm of the flesh, sold under sin. I don't understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it's no longer I who do it but sin that dwells in me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Paul was explaining his struggle after salvation. It's no longer him. It's sin in him. But he, he said That's, that doesn't mean it's okay. And within me, I want to do the will of God, but I can't carry it out without his help. And I need Jesus to give me the victory. Never get to a place where you think sin is okay. Listen to 1 Corinthians 6, verses 12 and following. Paul says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body's not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will raise up also us by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that the he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become 
one flesh, but he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside his body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Folks, the Bible's really clear. I'm not going to read this whole section, but over in 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 through 10, John goes on and says, Anyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. And he says, By this it is evident, verse 10, who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil? Who does not, he whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. We have been set free from sin and the penalty of sin. But we haven't been set free from the presence of sin. It's still in our bodies. And God has left us this way so that daily we would learn to lean on him, turn to him, walk in the spirit, and not in the flesh. But never, ever get to that point where you think that it's okay. Because those people that were punished by God in the Old Testament in our passage for today from 1 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul said God used them as an example to us. Just because you've tasted doesn't mean that you have it. Make sure you're living holy. I look forward to sharing some more with you tomorrow. I hope to see you then.